The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. Well, the draft is over, and free agency, well, hasn't even started. <laughs> hey, the NFL season is on, it's off, it's on, it's off. What a bunch of bullshit. We're going to hit on that and much more here on show 307. Well, Raider Nation, when Judge Judy let the law down and the lockout was open and the players could go in, get their playbooks, talk to their coaches, things looked pretty damn good. And then, yeah, the NFL picks the most conservative bunch of Bush-appointed judges that are anti-labor and pro-business to come there and fuck it all up. Well, just like a pro-business court they did they fucked it all up and football was on and then for a brief moment and then it was off (laughs) i am fucking sick and tired of this bullshit lockout if the owners don't get a fucking clue you know these motherfuckers are rich filthy fucking rich and don't give a rat's ass about anybody else that are bottom lines. I mean, come on, man. Most of the owners in the NFL have other businesses, shipping companies, uh, you know. Hey, shipping companies seems to be big. FedEx. I mean, we can go down the list. Costco. I mean, there's a whole bunch of fucking guys that are multimillionaires making their money most other places. But they really have to maximize the profit out of the NFL. What the hell is going on here? They're fucking up our game You know what? I'm on a rant and I don't give a shit. I'm sick and fucking tired of it. Some people are blaming the players. I don't see it. I don't see how you could possibly blame the players. They're not locking themselves out. They will work for the contract that they just got out of. The owners want more money and that's the bottom line. And you know what? We all have to suffer with it. I think it's fucked up bullshit And I had to say that on this show, well, because I had to. And that is it. All right, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have the draft grades. Well, the post-draft analysis. Well, we're just going to take a look at who we got and uh, speculate on why we got them. That's what I'm going to say. Next, we'll have the free agent frenzy. There really isn't a free agent frenzy because it's all, well, it's all fucked up because of the way this whole lockout thing has gone on. I'll talk about that and where we are in the free agent frenzy. Uh, It doesn't seem to be much of a frenzy, really, because no one knows what the hell they're doing. (laughs) That's what I talked about earlier this season. We're going to bring a little bit back to you so you understand what's happening. Then we're going to hit the bone line, and that should be it for this show. Sorry, man, there's not much news because, well, there's no fucking football. (laughs) It's got to get better. Now, before I get into the draft grades or what we're going to do with the guys we got and who we did get, you know, Hugh Jackson, (laughs) I got to tell you, man, he's just a little too bubbly for me. He's a little too positive, a little too uppity uppity for this Raider fan. I am so excited about the players that we put on our team uh, and about the direction and where we're headed. Now, it's good to be positive. But you have to control that. You have to balance that with some, well, some seriousness because I consider this to be a very serious event. You know, football is serious to me, and to most Raider fans, they take it pretty damn serious. Hugh Jackson looked like he was ready to jump out of his seat. The guy has to be a little bit more controlled because if not, man, I just think he's trying to sell me a used car. I don't want that shit. Just tell me what we got. Tell me you're happy with the choice, and then I'll be a good football player. 
You don't have to go on about Coach Davis. I mean, if I hear that again, I'm going to get sick. A lot of people call him Mr. Davis. I note, Hugh, that you call him Coach Davis. You want to tell us I, about the, the background yeah, on that? I do. I would love to tell you about that. You know, it's really interesting because I've seen so many different things said about why do I call him Coach. And I want to put it out there and have everybody know I will call him Coach for as long as I'm here. For this reason, he was a coach in this league first before he was anything. And coaches respect coaches. And me and him, we don't just talk about the structure of the organization and, you know, all the different inner workings of the organization. We actually talk football. So when he interviewed me for the job to be his offensive coordinator, we were talking about the power play and how we pulled and how we blocked. We were talking about the um, the, the blast play and who's going to lead block. That's where my first uh, relationship started with him. So it started with him as a coach. Now, obviously, I work for him. He's the owner. He runs this organization. But that's what I know him as. And when we talk, we talk more football than we talk all this other stuff. So I always have had a great respect for coaches in this league because I think it's tough to do, and he's done it. And not only has he been the commissioner, now he's the owner. So he's worn so many different hats in this league. But my relationship with him is based on him being a coach and obviously being the owner of this organization uh, who I work for, so I have a great respect for him. It's a good story. And, and I know nobody in Washington, D.C. calls Dan Snyder Coach Snyder. You know what I mean? <laughs> Only certain I've worked there before, too. <laughs> Only certain guys get the accolade. And uh, Hugh, maybe you can tell us what it's like to be in the draft room with Al Davis on draft day because obviously the guy, you know, you just told us he loves his football so much and he watches film so much. So what's it like being with him in the draft room? Is he, are you guys, you know, when, when you're on the clock, are you, are, are, are you and he exchanging uh, ideas, rapid fire? Is, is he in the room with the grease board with you guys getting it done? Absolutely. He is in there every step of the way. And, you know, the fun part is that he's a sounding board for us. I mean, we're the ones that are fielding the calls and, and giving him the, the ideas and the choices that we think fit. Obviously, it's his decision to say, hey, look, this is the guy we should take based on the information that we've all put together. That's what makes it really good is that it's a, it's a team effort. I think a lot of people think that he just does it all by himself. That's not true at all. I mean, we go back through that process we talked about of gathering all this information, watching all this tape. He's doing the same, and then we sit there and we throw names up on the board that are already there, and some are gone based on other teams picking them, and then there's about five or six names there, and then we make decisions based on that group of people. And then we tell him our recommendation. He looks at it and says, okay, give us the numbers, height, weight, speed, where this guy come from, all the different background stuff. And then he says, okay, you guys want this guy? And we'll say, yeah. And he'll say, okay, let's go get him. And that's what we do. He kisses Al's ass so bad. I mean, it's so, so bad. I understand that I got to give Al his just due, but come on, Hugh. You got to be a little more Hugh than him, if you know what I'm saying. And you can't give all the credit to Coach Davis. You just be yourself, be confident, and be cool. And if you want to get all bubbly, get all bubbly after we're going to the playoffs. Then I don't give a shit if you whistle zippity doodah to your asshole. I could give a shit less. But until then, be mellow, fellow. That's all I got to say about that. In the NFL draft, the Oakland Raiders select, 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 select. I first have to thank the Raiders for not picking guys with unbelievably difficult names to pronounce. Although Randy is not happy because he loves to cap on me when I mispronounce anybody's name, which is most often, and I can destroy most anybody's name, as you well know, by now. Yeah. Yeah. But I must thank the Raiders for not picking someone with an unbelievably difficult name to say because it would be a slaughter fest until I finally figured it out. And you know that, Randy. <laughs> First pick of Stefan Wisniewski. Good pickup for the Oakland Raiders. We all were thinking maybe it would happen. This guy looks like everything that his uncle was. Beefy, smart, 
good lineman and someone that we needed on the offensive line as in a big center. Now, Satelli, he's a little bit small, and he's been injured the last couple years. Uh, he's still a good football player. I think he's going to be fine, but having this guy there, he might take his job. Now, Joseph Barksdale looks like another good pick, and I was pretty happy with these two because I thought, here we are now. We're addressing the offensive line, something we've all been talking about for freaking years, to be honest. But, you know, after that, I didn't see very much go down in the offensive line category after those two picks. They could have got Marcus Cannon or David Mims. Both would have been great pickups and given depth to our offensive line, which is a sorely, sorely needed uh, area in the draft for the Oakland Raiders. I have to tell you that right now. Both of these gentlemen as well, I expect to start this season, which is pretty good for a draft. You guys got come in. You got guys that can come in and just start playing. Barksdale, I think, is the monster. I think he's going to be the diamond in the rough. I see a Pro Bowl player in this guy with the length of his arms. I think he's going to be a very big-time player. And like I said, Pro Bowl caliber. Mark my words. That's what I'm saying. And again, in classic Raider, in Raiderness in the draft, we pick up a guy, Richard Gordon, tight end. Why? The guy was very unimpressive in his college stats and really looks to me to be nothing but a blocker. Really? Very few receptions. No big fan fail. We passed up Virgil Green. I can't even believe it. From Nevada. The guy's way better than Richard Gordon could ever be, and that is just a big fucking question mark to me. Waste of a pick in my mind. And then they picked this David Osbury up. Huh? Now, he's a huge guy from USC. He's huge. He's like 230 pounds, 225, 6'4". He's more of a tight end, but he's classified as a wide receiver. I don't know. Maybe he's a hybrid, but... He seems to be more of a tight end than a wide receiver, but he has the height of a wide receiver and the body mass of a tight end. I don't know what they're going to do with this guy. Uh, I have no idea why they picked this guy other than the fact that he came out of USC. But uh, those two are probably the biggest head scratchers for this Raider fan. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking about, and I'm not going to know until we'll see what happens uh, later on, I guess, a player I really, really was happy they picked up was Demarius Moore. Huh? Demarius huh? Moore. The guy out of Tennessee. With a crappy quarterback and crappy people around him, the guy was a star. On the other side of the field, there was a good wide receiver, I think a little bit better than him, but he is a cool cat. He separates well. He's a good wide receiver. I think we picked up a very good player, way better than DHB right off the bat. And I think that he'll pay off in dividends because I don't know if we're going to keep Chaz Schillens this year. I think it might be his year to get out. Uh, I'm sorry to say that, but Schillens just too injury prone for us. We've wasted a lot of time on him. I can see him going somewhere else and being a star, but uh, the Raiders, I think, uh, gave their pound of f flesh to uh, to this guy Shillings. Even though I do like the way he plays, he's he's a he has all the possibilities of being great. Never quite got off the ground. Another head scratcher for me was Taiwan Jones. <laughs> he picked up in the fourth round. Now, why do we need to pick up a running back? Can someone tell me? One more guy I wanted to ask you about is this running back, Taiwan Jones, because he's out of Eastern Washington, and that's a guy, you know, that's a school you don't really look at. Now, the kid's also local. I believe he's out of Antioch, California here, and uh, I think he went to Deer Valley High School. And uh, I guess he's one of these guys who, after the college season ended, the workouts started generating a lot of buzz. Is that right, Hugh? Well, no, it wasn't the workouts. It first starts on the videotape. It was during the season. If you watch the videotape, this guy's probably one of the most explosive players in the draft. 
He scores touchdowns by every way imaginable. He catches them, he runs with it, and he's, he has this ability to start and stop and change direction and finish runs like you've never seen. And uh, obviously uh, he played at Eastern Washington, um, had some great workouts when it was over, ran 4-3 something with a foot that's slightly sore. I mean, so that just gives you an idea what kind of talent this young man has. And, again, he's another playmaker that we're putting on our team, and I don't ever think you can have too many good football players on your football team. I don't know. We got Darren McFadden, Michael Bush. Some people think Bush is leaving. I don't think Bush is going anywhere. I think he has sworn allegiance to the Oakland Raiders. They kept this kid for a year, paid him for a year, didn't make him play one play. That's when he had his broken leg, if you guys remember. The guy is a Raider through and through. He loves this team. He loves these fans. And I think he's a great, great wide, a great running back. Now we have Darren McFadden. Yes, he was injury prone his first season. The guy's getting bigger, he's getting stronger, and he's getting smarter. I don't see he's going to get a lot of injuries this year. I mean, possibly, but I just don't think this, in a running back's year, his second year, usually, if he was injury prone the first year, his second year and third year are his strongest years. I think McFadden's going to be fine this year. I don't think he's going to have any injury problems. Uh, And I don't know what we're going to do with three running backs, you know, I mean, we have some guys we can get rid of, but, man, I know Taiwan Jones is an athlete. I know that he's a scat back. I know that he's quick. I know that he's an impressive running back. Don't get me wrong. But the guy is very light. He reminds me of Fargus, except, you know, Fargus was a little crazy. Taiwan Jones is way more controlled and a lot quicker in his turns. But he's small. I mean, he's got to put on at least 20 pounds, or they're going to break him like a matchstick. <laughs> you know, I don't know. That pick, I guess, would be good for returns, kick returns and kickoff returns, but did we really need him? I don't think so. Now we come to the defensive backs, which we seem to pick up every freaking draft, at least two. Now. Chimindi huh? Chikwa. Huh? Chimdi Chekwa. Chimindi Chikwa. Chimdi Chekwa. From Ohio State, fourth round was a good pickup, I think. Last game out for Ohio State's Chimdi Chekwa. He ends up with a severely dislocated wrist in that Sugar Bowl win, but he was first team all Big Ten. Rich Rod, you know all about this guy, a bright future ahead. Saw, saw him too much as well, and he's a fast <laughs> guy. And, and uh, Chekwa, I think, Chikwa. was one of the best corners not only in the league but in the country. He's a, you know, sometimes you get labeled as a track guy like he was. It's, maybe he's fast but not physical. But he's physical as well. He can cover people. Not a lot of people are talking about him, but he's going to have to play because there's so many teams now in the NFL that will spread you out three wide, four wide, sometimes no back. You need more corners. I think he's going to fill a great role for somebody and play as a rookie. Part of a uh, four by 100 relay uh, Big Ten champion team could be a could be a very good teammate in football too. No question. I think when you look at him, I think you see a guy that's explosive, fast. He can close on the receiver, and he has natural ball skills to break up passes. I think the issue with this kid is he's a little bit tight in the hips and stiff. So when he has to flip his hips, when he's got to change directions, he gets into trouble. He's got the tools to make an NFL team, but he's going to really have to improve his flexibility if he's going to play more than being a backup in the NFL. Coach, I want you to expound on something because you mm-hmm. talked about here's a track guy, but is this a track guy playing football, or is this a football guy that's pretty good at running track? Well, sometimes when you watch those guys, him. Boy, he can run, but he won't stick his face in there. Yep. If you see a guy that's being physical, you dismiss the track part. Man, good, he can run, but boy, will he will he hit you? At the end of the day, you got to be able to tackle somebody. If you're mm-hmm. a defensive back or a linebacker or even defense lineman, you've got to tackle people and put them on the ground. He showed a willingness to do that. Okay, I think he fits the mold of a Raider cornerback. He's got the speed, he's got size, and he's not afraid to hit somebody. I like this pick very, very much. Uh, I do think we need some guys, and he was a, 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 a good pick in my eyes. Now, this other knucklehead, Demarcus Van Dyke, is a big frickin' L in my book. I, I don't see, <laughs> but Rod is the man, but I don't see this guy at all. He was bad on a bad Miami team. 
I mean, in the third round, we probably could have waited till the seventh round and got this guy. He was demoted. He was demoted at the middle of the season for bad performance. Come on, Raiders. I mean, we don't need a guy like this. It's a project when you have a good player. Not somebody who was demoted. <laughs> who the hell picked this guy? Rod Woodson came to me and said, Hugh, this is the guy that I want to coach. Must have been Al Davis because he's fast. I don't get that by any way, shape, or form. I don't know why we have to pick freaking so many defensive backs. That's another thing. Don't even get me started. He was the fastest guy to combine. That's what I think you were going to ask me. Why did we take a guy that was the fastest guy to combine again? And all I would say to you is Jacoby Ford. He did it the year before, and that guy came out and played like gangbusters, and it's exactly what I expect from DeMarcus Van Dyke. It's not truly about starting. Evaluating into the National Football League is about what you see on video when a young man plays. It's true. He did lose the starting job. But those kids that played at the University of Miami, they all played and started and, and played in almost 92% of the snaps. From what I gathered, it didn't matter who started. I mean, he probably was a guy that probably should have been not as humble to said, I want to make sure I start instead of coming in and nickel and then playing the rest of the game. But this guy has everything that we're looking for. He has extremely quick feet. He has very loose hips. He can run with anybody in the National Football League. He's tough. He's tenacious. And on top of that, I sent Rod Woodson down to work this young man out. And Rod Woodson came to me and said, Hugh, this is the guy that I want to coach. This is the guy that I truly believe is going to ascend and become an elite player at corner in this league. Well, I got to take that from a Hall of Famer. I trust my coaches. <laughs> so when he came back and told me that, and I watched the videotape and had my own opinion, and I had an opportunity to sit down with Coach and talk about this young man, I knew that this was the right guy for the Raiders. I, I just can't be <laughs> I can't be more disappointed in a pick than at that one right there. Well, Raider Nation, that kind of sums up our players. I'm hoping they all come in and be starters. That's what I'm thinking. At least the offensive line looks like it improved a little bit. Uh, defensive backs, they take some time to develop. Rod better get on these guys right away when he can. And, uh, well, all I got to say is this. Welcome to the Raider Nation, my new brothers in arms. Uh, you will be amazed at the team and absolutely freaked out by the Raider Nation fans up in the stands, baby. <laughs> We're going to give you your just do, man. Just make it happen for us. Welcome to the Raiders, my brothers. The free agent frenzy. We have a lockout, and the lockout has prevented free agency from even starting. In our case, it's a good thing, but think about it. Well, now that I think about it, player has to have a minimum of six seasons in order to be an unrestricted free agent. Other than that, they're restricted, which actually gives the Raiders some advantages. Uh, there's not a whole lot of uh, unrestricted free agents on the Raiders team. I'm going to give you the names right now. Namdi, of course, which everyone's talking about. Khalif Barnes, Michael Bennett, running back. I don't think he'll be here next year. Charlie Fry, yeah, he's gone. Robert Gallery, a double. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Daniel O'Pierre, he could stay, but I don't know. JT O'Sullivan, the other quarterback, he's toast. Langston Walker, I don't think he's going to be here next season either. Possibly. And the old shoe that's been hanging around forever, Sam Williams, outside linebacker. I don't know why he is even still on the team. So, you know what? The only one I'm really worried about now is Osamwa. And, and everyone else should be worried about it, too, because, well, 
He's the guy, if you know what I mean. But there's some other free agents that we could possibly pick up if they ever allow it to happen. You know, there's some players that the Oakland Raiders could pick up. You know, Michael Huff, of course, is on that list too, but we gave him such a big contract, I don't think he's going anywhere. I I believe he signed. But there's some good players out there, man. I mean, people we could possibly use. Uh, Braylon Edwards, wide receiver, New York Jets, is available. He's a good player. A veteran wide receiver, which we could take for sure. Uh, Member Chris Carr, yeah, he was with the Raiders before with the Baltimore Ravens. He did a pretty good job, but he's also up for grabs. I like the kid. I thought he was good. Tommy Harris, Chicago Bears, defensive tackle, good pickup. There's a, there's a lot of guys on here that we could pick up, uh, not Terrell Owens and not Daryl Sproles. Um, Cedric Benson, no. I mean, it goes worth uh, – it goes keeps going. Um, but there are some good players that are available, not very many. So the price is going to be pretty doggone high for all those, including Namdi's at the top of the list. But Carlos Rogers, cornerback at a Washington Redskins, he's a good player. And he's a young player, too. So, you know, there's some guys out there that we might pick up. Um, now, Steve Smith from the Carolina Panthers has been making some big-time noise about coming to the Oakland Raiders. The guy wants to come home. The guy's 31. He wants to come home to California and play here. You know what? If the guy's heart's in it, I'd like to see it happen because he's a hell of a wide receiver a veteran that we could have back there, uh, a threat for sure, and it's someone maybe that could teach these younger guys. Because I know Sanjay Lau's having a hard time <laughs> with wide receivers. Yeah. But, you know, we've been looking for a, a, a wide receiver, and maybe this year is not the best year to go out and get one. You know, free agency now is kind of scary because you really don't know who you're going to get, who's available. Who wants to leave? And you know when it's going to happen. It could happen at the end of the summer, just the beginning of season. And you have someone brand new on your team. I don't know. I don't know about free agency. I know this, that this lockout has fucked everything up. As far as our free agency is concerned, I don't think we should be freaked out about anyone else leaving. There's rumors, rumors about Bush, rumors about, you know, pretty much everybody. <laughs> And I don't think it's so. I think we're going to be sitting pretty good. I think Namdi's going to stay too, honestly. Uh, but we'll see. No reason to freak out about free agency because, well, it hasn't been here, and I don't know when it's going to get here. There still has to be a court decision. We don't know when that's going to be. I just know that uh, as a football fan, I'm sick and fucking tired of it, and I don't, I don't want to hear it anymore. And it's hard as a fan to pay attention to the game. Unbelievable. The NFL spent years trying to make football a year-round sport. They finally did it, and here they are sticking it to us where the sun doesn't shine. Oh, it's terrible. But anyway, on the free agent angle, don't worry. It's going to be a pretty slim free agent, very short free agent uh, time, if ever it comes about. It might not even come about. They might not have a free agency at all this season because it drags on so long. That'd be okay with me. We just have to pay Namdi again. That'd be okay with this Raider fan. And that is all I have to say about that. Bad of the bone. Bad it's time for the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. one 800 6207181 throw us a bone man you got to do it it's the off season i know it's a lockout brother do i know that too but hang in there nation we're going to have some football who's first on the line first is my good brother representing bakersfield Raider Jaime's in the house <laughs> Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. 
This is Raider Heimdall calling out of Bakersfield. What's going on, fellas? Hey, man, uh, I don't know if you guys, you guys have been keeping up on the draft, but uh, hopefully we're coming up on the 48th today, so hopefully they, they pick up uh, a center. I, I really want a true center, man, because uh, from, uh, from what I'm hearing, uh, the Raiders, it looks like the Raiders are going to be going to a more of a, of a power run than, than a zone blocking scheme. And uh, I know Statelli's good, but in the zone block, I don't think he'd be good in the power run. And that's where I think the Raiders need to pick up a true center like Dave Dolby type or Don Mosbar. You know, help up, help out our quarterback. Some somebody really smart. And definitely, we need we need two QB. I mean, two uh, cornerbacks to um, fill in for Huff and uh, Namdi because I don't think we're gonna see them to. Uh, Little two guys back this year. I hate to see uh, Namdi go, but not not too worried about Huff. But Namdi, I hate to see him go. But you know, guys, this, this is a business, and we just not might uh, we just might not get that guy back. But anyways, definitely, I, I wish we could uh, get a center and and definitely two uh, CBs, man. But anyways, glad to uh, hear you guys and. Uh, We'll be talking some more. Okay. I'll talk to you guys later. I'm out. Evidently, the Raiders were listening to you, my brother, because that's exactly what we got. We got two defensive backs and a center that's smart and strong. Way to pick him, man. You should have put some money on that. Way to go, Raider Jaime. Good job, brother. Next, we have Raider Dalval. Huh? Checking it out. Raider Nation, what's up? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, it's been about a couple weeks since the last time that we heard from you guys, but uh, right here just got done uh, right watching the NFL draft, and I see the Raiders pick a thoroughbred, thick bloodline, Stephen Wisniewski. Give him number 76 because we all know the jersey's going to be available. Raider Davola, 559, and I'm out. Go Raiders! I don't know if I want to give him 76, brother. I give him whatever number he wore in college to make him feel right at home. Next is my good brother, Raider Steve from Texas. Check him out, man. The guy has some knowledge. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Houston Raider Steve. I was just going to say that was a really great draft that we had. Uh, it was awesome that they picked Lusniewski with the first pick. His uh, uncle is married to uh, one of my sister's best friends over here in the Houston area. He's out of Westfield High School. Stefan reminds me of an Orlando Pace type of person, Dave Dalby, Jim Otto. That was great that he talked to Otto and everything over at the facilities with his uncle. And uh, Barksdale looks like a great pick. He looks like a, a monster, a beast out there. He's really going to knock some people down with Valdir and the other people they have on the line. I think this is going to be the best line we've had in a long time. It's been one of our biggest weaknesses. When I've got Van Dyke, the uh, cornerback, we're going to dominate some people. We're going to just play some smash mouth. And I uh, couldn't be happier and everything. The only thing I'm concerned about is we didn't get a uh, backup quarterback. Jason gets hurt, then it's uh, down to Bowler. So uh, nothing against Bowler and everything, but there's a reason why he was number three. If I was listening to Barry Warner, he was a scout for the uh, Raiders back in the 60s for Al Davis. Cliff Branch was uh, pure speed and everything, just like this receiver we just drafted out of Tennessee. He's supposed to be a burner, you know. Uh, Al Davis likes speed. He says... Uh, that Cliff Branch wouldn't go over the middle and everything, and sometimes uh, Fred didn't always get open, so they went out and drafted a player by the name of Mike Ciani back in the 60s that would uh, be fearless and go over the middle. Anyway, overall, I'm really excited about the draft and everything, and uh, I really like what we did. So I think we're just going to be awesome this year, man. Hope we can have a season. I think the owners are idiots for locking the players out. All we want to see is some football. I want to be able to go out there for the first game of the season against the Jets and see everybody out there. Finally make my trip out to California, out to the Coliseum, out to the Black Hole, and see everybody. Y'all have a great day, and uh, keep the torches lit, as they say, and uh, go Raiders! We hope we have a season two, because we're going to see your goat-smelling ass in Oakland. We know you're going to be there. You're coming, they'll be playing, and we'll have some football for sure, man. It's just a pittance of bullshit that's going on right now. (laughs) Kind of pissing everybody off. That's cool. 
We'll see you there, though, Steve. I'm telling you, you're going to be in Oakland. We have Rated Jake out in Iowa giving the perspective from the Midwest Rated Nation. What's up, Raider Nation? It's Raider Jake out in Iowa. The NFL draft is coming gone, and we actually did pretty decent. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with some of the guys we took. In particular, Wiz Jr., love that pick. We needed to address our offensive line in several spots, and we can do that with Wiz Jr. because he can play all three interior spots. Allegedly, Coach Jackson said that uh, he's already going to start, so that means bye-bye for uh, Samson Catelli. He was so sketchy anyway. I think it's an immediate upgrade. Another guy I liked was uh, Joseph Barksdale. The guy has been starting for three years down at LSU. I think he could be an upgrade at the tackle position, give Langston Walker a little bit of a push in camp. The pick I really love was Chimdi Chekwa, the cornerback from Ohio State. Living out in Iowa, I get to see this guy a lot. The guy is a baller. I mean, he's, he's got good instincts. He's got solid speed. And if I know I hate to say this, but if Namdi does end up leaving, I think Chemdi Chekwa can be a contributor for the next several years for our club. In fact, I think he could even push Chris Johnson for a starting job or whoever they decide to put him up against. So. Overall, I give our draft a B. I'm pretty satisfied. We addressed the needs, and that's what the draft's for. So hopefully we can do the same in free agency whenever it rolls around. This is Raider Jake out in Iowa. I am out. Nice take on the draft. I do like Chipwa as well. Jim DiCecqua. Uh The Van Dyke guy, I don't know about that. I think that was a horrible pick. But that's just me. I mean, I'm very picky. and You guys know how I am. But a very nice summation of the draft. I hope we have some football soon. And I just don't know about free agency, brother. I just don't think it's going to happen at all for anybody. Uh, that's my opinion. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, my very good brother, Raider Chris from Scranton, PA. Oh, he's giving me the slap down on my Van Dyke hitting. So listen to what he has to say, though. Listen to what he has to say. Raider Nation, Raider Greg. This is Raider Chris, Scranton, Pennsylvania, calling in on my opinion on our draft picks. First and foremost, getting Wisniewski was a hell of a draft choice. Love the guy. He's a beast. He's a monster. Definitely going to help that old line out, so I'm very happy with that. Uh, and one more guy that I like, Van Dyke, coming out of Miami. I'm a Miami Hurricanes fan, and uh, the guy, the guy's fast. He's got good hands. He knows how to tackle. He loves to intercept the ball, so... He, he's going to be great in the back. So for McShay and all the other Raider haters out there saying that we reached for all our draft picks, they can lick my big brown fucking hole. I think I thought we did pretty well on our on our draft choices. So uh, just want to call in, make a quick comment, and uh, hopefully see some Raider football this year. Go Raiders! Well, if the guy's fast and he's got good hands, why didn't Van Dyke keep his job for the season? Why did they demote him to the nickel? I don't know, man. I got a big question mark on him. I hope you're right. I hope he's better than Namdi. But I just don't know. We'll have to see. I hope you're right, though, brother. And next, from London, England, the Crusader, Raider. Should I say this? Sir, Crusader Raider, because, man, this guy is definitely a knight in shining armor to me. And more so to Randy, that lucky bastard got to go over there and check out what Keith had to say about their visit. Hello, Raider Nation. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling you from Seattle, Washington, and not from uh, London, England. Um, just a quick call, Raider Nation, to say hi to everybody. Uh, I'm up in Seattle on a on a bit of an emergency trip because my uncle, who was 89 yesterday, is uh, unwell up here in the Washington area. So it was a, a shooting job. So soon after uh, leaving Randy and Lisa the airport, following their fantastic visit to London uh, about a week and a half ago, we had a great time when Randy and Lisa was here in London with uh, members of the Raider Nation over here in the, the UK. Uh, we had Les and Adam and Richard and Big Dave and Richard. He's a bit of an animal, 
Chapman and Mickey Boy and all the other friends uh, from the Raider Nation and other members of our other teams who support other teams who were really pleased to see uh, Randy and Lisa when they were here. We had a great time with Randy filming my home and my castle in England and I'm sure there's going to be a video cast going out of that very soon where you can see a through the keyhole look into where the Crusader Raider lives in, in the United Kingdom. So we, we, we visited castles, we did uh, Changing of the Guard, we did Buckingham Palace, we did Mills Out, we did Friends, Families, Trip to Laden Orient. We had a ball having Randy and Lisa here and it really was great to have uh, uh, our friends from uh, across the bay there uh, in the UK um, uh, rather than the other way around. And who knows, one day Raider Greg, you may make it to London with the Charmaniac and we'll really look forward to that day. Our next visitors to the UK, we have Fred Bletnikov coming to visit me and Big Dave in September. So we're really excited about that and then uh, hopefully we'll be over in November for the two games, the home game against the Denver Broncos and then the road trip to San Diego when there'll be people from the UK coming over and hopefully we can do a big road trip together. Anyway, this is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider. Uh, hopefully we're going to get some, some kind of deal sorted out with these uh, footballers and owners and what have you so we can get some planning for a football season. Um, but for the moment, uh, I'm out. Listen to this. He got the first-class treatment. Olsen. <laughs> well, Randy deserved it. Lovely wife, Lisa. They had a ball. He's still talking about it. You know, I would have a ball if I ever get to go over there. But, man, treated like kings and queens with no doubt. You know, the Crusader Raider, Big Dave Chapman, uh, Richard Chapman. Um, gentlemen all, the, I'm telling you, man, when you meet these guys, sincere is what just comes out right now. Good guys. Great guys. Can't say enough about these guys. And we're going to try to make it to San Diego. Try? We're going, Botna. Because it's going to be one hell of a road trip. It'll be a lot of fun. I can hardly wait for the season to start. Right on, man. Thanks for calling, Keith. Been a while, brother. Good call. Now, my most favorite pinhead <laughs> Slayer fan, my brother from Texas. He gets to watch all the cowboy fans all over. I know he's loving that. Hell Raider. Yeah, this is uh, Hell Raider. Want to discuss the draft, I guess. You guys will have a show. I don't think the draft was probably as good as last year, but I do think that we addressed one of the really big uh, issues on the team, and that was the offensive line with Wisniewski probably going to play center. I really like that pick. Some of the pundits, or whatever you would call them, are saying that's a you know, family pick or whatever they want to call it. I don't necessarily agree. I think that was a pretty good pick, so I'm pleased with that. I think that allows Bruce Campbell, hopefully he'll be able to moved to one of the guard positions, and then Loper moved to the other one. And then with Veldir from last year playing left tackle, then I believe that means you can put this Barksdale character, if he's any good, to right tackle. And then, you know, you got a little bit of depth there with some of the other guys. But uh, as far as some of the other ones, I would have liked to have seen us draft a safety and maybe another linebacker. I thought we probably should have gone after the kid from uh, Oregon State Clay Matthews' his brother, the guy from Green Bay, because I don't think you can really miss with that family. They're pretty amazing, all the dads and uncles and brothers and this and that, but oh well. As far as the wide receivers go, Daenerys Moore seems like a possession wide receiver. I'm not real sure. Um, the Osprey pick I like for the seventh round, take a flyer on, but, you know, USC is my favorite school, and I pretty much watched every game for like the past forever. So I like him. He's big and strong. And um, hopefully either him or Denarius Moore can be a replacement for Chaz Schillens, who I expect will get hurt because he probably hurt his vagina in the uh, shower and uh, got hurt. So he'll have to go, and then so will Johnny Lee Higgins. He's just never been the same after that hit he took last year. So to me, those are replacements. The running back situation, I know, Greg, you're not too happy about that, but um, uh, Michael Bennett, you know, expect him to be gone. And I think one of the other guys, I don't remember who we had, the um, Cartwright, I don't remember if we're keeping him or not. I can't remember at this point. The running back, to me, is going to be a nice fill-in. He's not a big bruiser like Bush is, but I think that you almost have to 
not saying Bush will leave. I think that him getting that DWI or DUI, whatever you want to call it, helps because I don't think think that'll cause some teams to not really want to take a look at him, which is good. But you know, I mean, that guy to me, he could be a feature back on any other team and get lots more carries and not have to split time with McFadden. So I don't know why in the world he'd want to stay, to be honest. And the defensive backs, Greg, I know you're not excited about that. I thought we took a lot, but, you know, after doing some research, those defensive backs we took last year sucked. Jeremy Ware had one interception and one tackle. That's that's really awesome. He sucks. <laughs> and uh, Walter McFadden had uh, five total tackles, four solo, and one assist. So maybe these two defensive backs we got are to replace the two from last year who sucked. I agree we keep drafting defensive backs, but I'm not counting on Nomney coming back. I'll tell you why. One reason living here about 30 miles away from Dallas, uh, Jerry Jones and all the commentators down here, man, that's all they talk about is getting Nomney, Nomney, Nomney. And, you know, Rob Ryan running that defense, hey, and with an unrestricted uh, or with no salary cap, man, he could disguise the limit for the contract. I think Al will have to overpay, and that's what I'm counting on is that Al will outbid Jerry. But Jerry wants Nomney, and all the people around here want Nomney. Rob Ryan likes Nomdi. Um, the other one is Michael Huff. Now, I don't know how you feel about him. I think if he'd have played his entire five years here like he did last year or four years, whatever it was, then I'd say it's a no-brainer keep him. So I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about him. But I can tell you right now, he has been working out ever since the season ended here in, in Valley Ranch, which is where the Cowboys practice facility, training facility is, which is a little bit outside of Dallas. Um, he's been working out. And the motherfucker was even <laughs> even seen wearing cowboy paraphernalia, which – Makes me really pissed. I'm mean, that's just ridiculous. Free agent or not, you don't need to be wearing cowboy shit, even if your damn head's on fire. So, you know, and he went to Texas too. So if he does leave, fuck him. Plus, he's uh anyway. The tight end uh, to me, I know I'm leaving a long message here, but the tight end is another one. And if you need to edit this, I guess that's fine. But the tight end is another one that you know, if Zach Miller leaves, hell, Zach Miller to me is a top five tight end. He could go somewhere else and be uh, the you know main featured person. I think it's a lot of times that, you know, his numbers would have been way better if he didn't have two or three years of Jawal respect there. You know, he might be another one to leave. And uh, I know that they say this tight end, we got more of a blocking tight end. I think some of these are, and I think Raider Wild said it too, but some of these are insurance picks. So, unfortunately, you know, I think if we'd have had free agency or whatever else, we'd have probably known a little bit better about who we're going to get and stuff or, you know, whatever the situation is. So, Overall, I mean, I don't think that the draft is near as good as last year, but I'm not hating it too bad. And, of course, these guys are all sports cars who run and drive real fast and stuff. So, anyway, I have to be honest, this is the first year out of a long time where I didn't even look at any college players until about Wednesday, the day Tuesday or Wednesday, the day before the draft, because I just really haven't cared, to be honest, with all the other sports going on. Um, you know, with these greedy owners and players, whatever, to me, you can take sides. They're all a bunch of greedy bastards, every one of them. So I'm hoping to get a deal done. And the other thing that's stupid about this is on Friday, Thursday was the first day of the draft, and there is no football right now, and we don't know if there's going to be football. But you know what? you got NHL playoffs going on right now, which my team is not in, the New Jersey Devils. But um, – you got enough. You got you got NHL playoffs going, and you have NBA playoffs going. And guess what was the highest rated program all three days, or at least the first two days, I believe, the NFL draft. So to me, that's another reason why these people are so stupid. I'm hoping they get a deal done. Unfortunately, none of this means crap unless they get a deal done. So we can sit here and get mad about who we didn't get, or get excited about who we got, or vice versa. And until they get a deal done, it doesn't matter anyway. But the other thing I want to say, I'm really glad we didn't take a quarterback. I thought we were trying to get that quarterback in the second round, and I thought that had been miserable. Definitely need to address the quarterback situation here before too long, and I say if not next year, Andrew Luck would be great. But unfortunately, remember this, if we draft Andrew Luck, it means we were the worst team in football, so that's not good either. So I'm kind of hoping I don't get Andrew Luck because I don't want to be the worst team in football. So anyway, that's all I got. I'm out. Man, your takes are funny. I love them. Long but interesting. I love it. Um, Michael Huff wearing Dallas gear. 
He could shove that whole fucking shirt, hat, shorts, and Dallas shoes right up his ass. If the guy has no class, if he's classless enough to be weak-minded and weak-willed to falter to such shenanigans, such buffoonery as to wear a Dallas Cowboy anything, then fuck him. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, Yeah, the draft, crazy ratings, the NFL making it a big, big party like it's, you know, going to keep going. And then they pull the fucking rug right out from under our feet. Major League Baseball's happening. My team's not doing very good. I got the Oakland A's, but the NBA playoffs, my team still isn't doing very good. I got the Lakers, bunch of old broken down bastards, but they're still in it a little bit. Hockey, well, you know I got to go with the Sharks, and they ain't doing too bad. So, hey, man, there's other sports out there, fucking NFL, greedy bastards, all of them, you're right. Um, And the draft, well, you know, what can I say? Um, I, I don't know. I'm just like you. I wasn't real into it beforehand. And now that we've drafted these guys, you know, we'll just have to see. I know last year's draft was better, but I really think, all in all, that this draft class wasn't that strong. Um. But, you know, who knows? Like anything else, man, it's a crapshoot. Time will tell. We'll see what happens on our team. Uh, We don't want Andrew Luck because it will mean that we are in the shithole as far as uh, winning games is concerned. We won't win any if we get him. I see us addressing our quarterback position uh, through free agency, actually. Uh, uh, Or perhaps just, you know, making a trade. That's what I see. Unless some insane amount of quarterbacks with talent comes out next season. I don't know. Who knows? But I think uh, Al really would rather have some veteran up there than a rookie. We don't do too good with rookies uh, at all. Um, I would hate to see Kyle Bowler take this team if Campbell goes down early. We might might end up with luck if Bowler is at the helm, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, Raider Nation, here we are, and no football. Well, that's some bullshit. You guys know it. I know it. We got to keep the spirit alive, though, here on the Raider Nation podcast because we're doing it. Don't forget to check out Randy's site and mine, www.raidernationpodcast.com. Get on the forum. A lot of great Raider fans here. I know there's not a lot of news, but hey, man, you got to keep your head in the game if you know what I mean. Well, we'll see what happens next. Who knows? Court decision, whatever. There's always something going on, and we're going to find out what it is on the next show. I am Raider Greg, and I am out. <laughs>